welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I am your host, and this is my podcast. And today, my guest is writer director Mark Polanski. So here's the deal. A little while back, I'm at the DMV, living my life, uh, standing in line, about to get a new photo taken, stressing out, applying eyeliner, and I get a text message. Who is this text message from, you ask? Well, thank you for asking. It's from another writer-director friend of mine named Gil Kennan. Gil Kennan is the director of a film you may or may not have heard of, but I think you have, called Monster House, produced by Steven Spielberg. Uh, I'm sorry, let me pick up that name I just dropped. I don't know him, but, uh, you know, come on, he's kind of a big deal. Anyway, so Gil texts me, and he goes, Hey, Alexi, we're tight like that. Like, you just, you know. So he's <laughs> he goes, Hey, would you be interested in having my friend Mark Polanski on your podcast? He just made a movie called Rememory with Peter Dinklage. Uh, and I was like, oh my God, I love Peter Dinklage. I love directors. Uh, I love having guests on my show. This sounds incredible. Uh, then, then Gil texts, oh, hey, by the way, are you dating anyone? And I was like, well, no. I mean, I'm, I'm dating people. I'm, I don't have a boyfriend. You know, I'm not locked down or whatever. Um, so I'm thinking, wait a minute. I see what Gil Kennan is doing here. He's trying to set me up on a blind date with writer-director Mark Polanski. And let me just tell you, uh, if you guys don't know me or you've never tuned into the show or my old podcast, Boy Crazy Radio, or just read my blog, uh, I'm boycrazy.com, which I have not updated in a long time, uh, if you were aware of any of those things and uh, knew me a little bit, you'd know that my weakness is not only drummers, but it's also directors. So I'm thinking, oh my God, I can't believe it. Gil's got my back. He has my best interest at heart. He's setting me up on a blind date with the director and providing me with a podcast guest. Incredible on so many levels, right? Day of the podcast rolls up. I'm feeling good. I'm looking good. Feeling sharp. Uh, you know, heart open. And uh, in walks Mark Polanski. 6'2", looks like a hipster, full head of hair, and like I said, a director. But did I also mention he was holding a box of cupcakes like a nice man would be? Yeah, I know. Kind of incredible. As I'm introducing him to my wonderful, beautiful 23-year-old producer, Aristotle, I look down and what do I see? A goddamn wedding ring on his wedding finger. Are you fucking kidding me? This is not a blind date. This is just a normal conversation with a human being talking about the creative project he's working on called Rememory with Peter Dinklage. Uh, yeah, I guess it is. So let me just say, uh, I would like to apologize in advance to uh, Mrs. Mark Polanski. Uh, I just want to let you guys know how my mind works. I am a romantic. I'm a dreamer. I'm a bit of a nut in an exciting, fun way. Um, you know, so that's where we started from. Okay, that's, I just want to, that's where my mind and heart was operating from, from the get-go. And then uh, what it morphed into was a fun uh, back-and-forth conversation um, with Mark Polanski talking about life and what it all means. And, uh, 
You know what? Actually, I couldn't. It, it, when you listen, I want you guys to tell me and maybe email into the show at dearlovealexi at gmail.com. I wasn't exactly sure if there was like a fun platonic slash sexual tension happening between us or if we just hated each other. I mean, I didn't hate Mark, but uh, I was I was like, I feel like I'm irritating him. I feel like there's a strong chance this man hates me, but uh, probably not. Hate's a very strong word. I think we had fun. Uh, we talk about Scientology, the meaning of life. Russell Brand, Peter Dinklage. At one point, Peter Dinklage is texted, so that, that counts as him actually being on the show. Uh, I think I'm going to market this show as having Russell Brand and Peter Dinklage on the show when I tweet about it, because uh, that might get me more hits, and uh, because we talked about him a little bit, so it's not a lie. Um, we talk about monogamy, balancing work, uh, and relationships. We talk about, uh, at one point, I think we swim up, we swim up real close to getting to the bottom of the meaning of life. All right, so look forward to that. Uh, and there's one beautiful thing uh, that Mark says, not one, many, but here's one that I remember as being a highlight. Mark says to me, something that he heard once, quote, let it be a mystery, not a puzzle, end quote. Well, what a beautiful way to live life. Let it be a mystery, not a puzzle. I am such a control freak. It's how I had to cope and survive as a child, blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares. Anyway, we'll talk about that in future podcasts about my daddy issues uh, and whatever issues with uh, life in general and dating and control and uh, letting things be good. Anyway, but I have to remember that. What a beautiful kernel of knowledge that we could all use in our lives. Let it be a mystery, not a puzzle, not a puzzle to be solved. Well, that makes living life way more exciting and uh, relaxed letting it just unfold, not trying to fucking control every aspect. Anyway, a little more about Mark Polanski, director extraordinaire. Uh, he, here's, here's a bit of his history. So he made a short film a while back called The Same with Josh Hartnett. Then he made a film produced by Reese Witherspoon. I believe she was also in the film uh, called Penelope, starring Christina Ricci, Peter Dinklage, uh, Reese Witherspoon, uh, Russell Brand, and then now he is working on this movie. It's nearly done. It's called Rememory. And, uh, and it's about, it's starring Peter Dinklage. And it's about accessing memories. It just has to do with memories. All right. That's all I'm going to say. But here's where you guys come in. Mark Polanski would like you to submit your memories because they might be used in his film. How do you do that? What does that mean? What are you talking about, Alexi? Submit my memories. What do you mean? Well, good question. Thank you for being interested. If you if that sounds interesting to you, go to therememoryproject.com to submit your memories that might end up in this cool fucking badass film directed by Mark Polanski starring Peter Dinklage. Um, and uh, yeah, get into it. Enjoy. It'll make sense. We talk about it more during the conversation. Anyway, right now, Mark is uh, busy as ever. He's in Vancouver. He's directing Lemony Snicket for Netflix starring Neil Patrick Harris. If you want to follow him on social media, you should. I recommend it highly. Uh, he's just my friend. He's not my boyfriend. In fact, he's married. Uh, I've said that before. I'll say it again. Uh, everything's cool. Everything's cool. Um, oh my God. I'm so caffeinated right now. Um, you can follow him at Mr. Polanski on Instagram. And as far as I'm concerned, if you guys out there like the show, love Alexi podcast, um, rate it on iTunes. That really helps. I'll be so, it's so I, I would so appreciate it if you rate it on iTunes to, you know, do whatever that does. I want to be part of the mix. I want to be part of the podcast mix. This matters to me. And I think we should all be friends on social media. 
Uh, you can find me on Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter, and all that stuff, at Alexi Wasser. And now I'm going to be quiet, and I would like you to enjoy my conversation with writer-director, not my boyfriend, he's married, hands-off ladies, relax, Mark Polanski. Now entering Nerdist.com. My goodness. Okay. This is the first How's time. How's it going? We... Good. Let's oh, you've got on. actual paperwork here? Paperwork. Aristotle, we are rolling. Things are happening. You have free water. We oh. both have coffee because we know it's good for us. Nice. Okay. We're going to sip coffee for two hours. This will be like an hour and 15 minutes, I think. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, oh, my God. Okay. <clears throat> Let's get grounded. Thank you, for me. Thank you for being here. Wait, put your headphones on. Oh, right. Okay. I'm like so bossy. Oh, my God. God. Wait, you're married? I get am. out. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> then why did you bring cupcakes? I can't believe this. I mean, I'm dating. Well, you know, I'm kind of dating. You're kind of dating. I'm kind of dating other people, so it's totally fine. It's like I'm not devastated, really? but uh, no. I'm just How kidding. many other people? Uh, not none of your goddamn. Well, he's into that. Well, Wait, you, you brought it up. I know. Let me see these cupcakes. I, I didn't bring it up. <laughs> um. Oh my goodness. Okay, so I'm sitting here with you. Yes, you are. Mark Polanski. Mm-hmm. There's- we Listerine got we got Listerine strips. strips, but now that we yeah. know you're married, let's just Those get away from even, me. Okay. So not even an option <laughs> anymore. Um, all right. So who are you? How do we meet? What are we doing here? Uh, you're a director. I am. You're yeah. a writer. I am. Yeah. And both of those things. And we're going to get into all that. But how do we meet? We've never met. We've never met. No, uh, we just met actually <laughs> two you're, minutes you're getting ago. It. So we met, it was a uh, Wednesday afternoon, <laughs> and I walked up the steps of Meltdown Comics. Very cool. Um, you came around the corner. Let me guess your astrological sign really quick. said my name. No disrespect to your wife or husband. Are you married to a woman or a man? or Who knows anymore? Wow. I don't know. I didn't do I did research on you work-wise, not your personal <laughs> life. I mean, God, I thought we were on a date. Let me open these cupcakes. But yes, you're married to who now? Are you an astrological person? <laughs> like, are you into that stuff? We're going to find, you're a Libra? No. I'm good at this. Hold on, Gemini. You have eleven more chances. Okay. Oh, you know how many? You, I, I don't even know how many. Gemini, Pisces. Wouldn't they correspond to the months of the year? Aquarius. No. Keep going. <laughs> uh, Sagittarius. No. Capricorn. No. Now you're just hold list- on. Now you're just listing signs. Just give me your hands in a platonic way. Um, Leo. Just tell DiCaprio? me. Caprio. No. <laughs> what are you? Taurus. You're a Taurus. All right. Yeah. That's the same sign as my father. I'm glad you're married. This is better for both of us. So, um, okay. So, yeah, I was at the DMV several weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I got, a, I, got a, I got a text from my friend, Gil Kennan, yes. another director. I've always said Keenan. Is it Keenan? Maybe it's Kennan. Oh, my God. Maybe we're not that close. Maybe I don't even... I don't know, you're, actually. You're I Mark should, Polanski. I feel like he's, I should check. He's Gil Kennan. Yes. Yeah, so well, we both have kind of complicated names. Well, ask him to send you a voice note, and then... Right. We can play it into the microphones, and then, then it's like he was on the podcast with us, too. But Gil and I... He can sit here. He can, uh, you know, metaphorically, whatever, sit there. Gil and I went to high school together, or we didn't. We went to, like, Whoa. shows. He's older than I am, but he used to pick me up and take me to, like, see bands play, and we've remained... Creepy. ...friends. Uh, not, not creepy, but yeah. That sounds I was, super creepy. <laughs> I was at the DMV the other day. Gil is older. He used to pick me up and he take me to shows. He used to pick me shows. up. I used to hitchhike, <laughs> and, you know, he put me in his trunk, and I'm um, just, you know, but then he became really successful, so I'm glad it all happened. Um, wow. Okay. No, I was at the DMV the other day. Yes. Standing in line. Yes. Get a text from Gil Kennan. Yes. Or whatever his last name is. Yes. And then he said, do you want to have uh, Mark Polanski, hip, cool director Mark Polanski, on your podcast? 
and I freaked out, and uh, and now and, and here we are. He probably said Peter Dinklage, didn't he? No, but he did say, yeah, "Would you like to have Peter Dinklage?" Yeah. And, and yeah. where is Peter Dinklage? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Peter, Peter had you know, um, he had a busy week last week hosting Saturday Night Live, and oh, he did. Yeah. And, uh, and the thing is, wow, I you've done a lot of. Oh my God! I'm talking to you. I did research on you. No, that's fine. It's more interesting. And I know you aren't allowed to ask him about Game of Thrones, which is fine because I don't watch well, that yeah. show. I've never seen that show, okay, so that's he would have been in the clear. I've never really seen it either. Well, that's rude. You're his friend, and uh, no, I've seen how dare you? Um, I've seen Paramount. Just the yeah. Um, just the stuff with Peter. Just the stuff with Peter. There's like 50 main characters on that show. It's a bit. It's a bit difficult to follow. Well, there's lots of sex and. Uh, I'd like to. So, is that the part that, you watch? I'm, I'm excited to watch that. Here's your free water. Don't what forget about this, that. What is this, by the way? I brought my own water. Is this a makeup thing? Uh, that's like my compact. Um, had we been on a mock date, I thought, I thought Gil was trying. I thought this was all a setup oh, on Gil's back. He was like, Are you single? I'd like to introduce you to Mark Polanski uh, in, you know, podcast. Form. Every time I look over at Aristotle, I feel like this <laughs> Aristotle. That's a, that's a solid name. Every time I look over, it feels like he's like, he's like, yeah, here, here she goes again. Oh, God. I just, just oh, God. look on his face. I don't know. I can't, yeah. yeah, we actually get comments where people are like, man, I feel so sorry for Aristotle. And like, I don't disagree. That's why I have my back to him because I don't yeah. want to see his facial expressions. He'd be good to, for like any date you do go on just for, for him to be sitting behind you. Uh, he's a big component of the show. People actually send in like fan mail. And by fan mail, I mean one time somebody commented via Snapchat DM and they were like, they're like, you know, and I get texts. Is that fan mail now? That's fan mail. That is my DM. fan mail. And they're like, wow, Aristotle is such a presence. Oh, director David Lowry, big fan of Aristotle. Awesome. He was a guest on the show. Wow. Okay, this, yeah. The show is already tangential and we're derailed left and right. Okay, yeah. we know this. So here you are. Thanks to Gil Kennan. Yes, thank uh, you, Gil. He will all. <laughs> thank you. Gil. Thank you, Gil. Um, Keenan. Kennan. <laughs> um, I love that you brought cupcakes. Thank you so much. Why did you do this? You no, know, I mean, it's kind of like a hostess gift. I love this. You know, I mean, I go somewhere and you bring something. That is very nice. It could have been wine, but it's a little early. It's a little bit early. Yeah, and um, then Aristotle would be sort of like, oh, what am I supposed to do with a bottle of wine? I know. Thank you for considering Aristotle's feelings. You, were get, you get really close. I to get that real close. You? So <laughs> you just made a movie. I did, yes. Called I mean, The Rememory. Correct. Right? Yes. All I'm right. In post now, editing. Post-production, mm-hmm. Tinseltown terminology. Yes. It's cool. The Nerdist kids can relate. They know what you're talking about. They're yes. big fans of movies and we're editing. Uh, filmmaking. They're <laughs> editing process. Google it if you don't understand <laughs> yeah, what we're talking exactly. about. And um, we are going to talk about that. But, you know, I can't shake who I am at my core. Mm-hmm. You are married, but you rock cupcakes. I'm confused. Really? Really? <laughs> Just kidding. What, I'm I just brought kidding. them for Aristotle. <laughs> you don't even know he existed. Now, which no. one will make me least fat? I should. Uh... You know, I didn't get the caloric content of each cupcake. One of them has a straw, it looks like. So you might want to just start with that one. Oh, wow. Interesting. All just, right. It, it might all flow through the straw. Okay. Uh, and how long have you been married? Are you looking all these things up right now? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm Snapchatting. It's, what's the, it's what the kids do. We're getting buzzed out on the, on the wow. um, you know, I'm Snapchatting the Mark Plant. So there could be like a DM Plansky. Snapchat. Wow, you're taking pictures now? No, right? it's, I'm Snapchatting. Right, okay. Listen, Aristotle's so. trying to make a jump for it. Anyway, I do have copious <laughs> notes. He does have a big glass window to <laughs> <laughs> dramatically jump through. Um, um, wait, is this about, what's this, what is this about now? What? How long have you been married for? Been married for uh, over ten years. Over ten years you know, in LA standards, oh. that's like we're lifers. How? Where'd you guys meet? High school. High school. Yeah. Where'd you go to high school? Mm. It doesn't really exist anymore. It doesn't. No, we broke it up. 
What do you mean? No, I'm kidding. We didn't break it up, but it doesn't exist anymore. We, nope. we, we, uh, first date was Halloween. Got married on Halloween. You did? We did. That's my favorite <clears throat> holiday. It's a good one. Yeah. It's I a- love October. I don't dress up because I feel like that's bossy, but I like being surrounded by, um, why is it bossy for you to dress up? Because I don't like people being like, you have to wear a costume. I'm like, I'm going to wear whatever I want. I'm going to wear. But you get to be the boss. Just in this room. So you were like, yeah, Just, yeah, so are you. You're a director. Me around. Oh, that's cool. Alien in the corner there. I've been staring at Aristotle the whole time. I missed the alien. Um, how do yes. You, so yeah. Halloween. Good times. Does your wife work in the, in, nope. in the show business? No. Nope. So, psychologist. You, psychologist? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so great. We actually need her here. Yeah, she should. She can kill. Yeah. That would be great. We'll do that later. Um, <laughs> all right. So, <clears throat> yeah. before we get into her memory, yeah. and all this can be edited down okay. Fantastic. to our liking. Excellent. By our, I mean my. To a three-minute, three, three just like. minutes <laughs> um, about cupcakes. Do you think that, like, you went into the field that you went into because uh, you wanted women to like you? Because I have this, like, theory that, like, people, like, men want to be successful ultimately. So, like, like guys who are in bands or men are directors or, you know, uh, just because they want, uh, you know, attention from girls or whatever sex it is that they're interested in. We know that you like women and you're married to a woman. I'm just saying it's the future. Wow, so you never know. I just, like, didn't want to make assumptions. But, yes. Right. Do you think it's true that people want to be successful because they want girls to like them? Uh... I mean, I guess out of all the people in the world, there's probably a portion of them that that is the case for. Playing it safe. But, like, I don't know that accountants are doing it for the girls. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about, like, you know. Oh, you're talking about specific jobs. Just, like, not, that, not, that, that they get a lot of, like, get a no, lot of attention, I mean, like, I, you no, know. No, because, no, because, no. I mean, okay. certainly not for me at okay. all. Well, so... No. Tell me about remembering. <laughs> okay. Well, tell Sorry, me. Sorry, I know it's not a good answer, is it? No, it is a great. Whatever your yeah, answer is, no, is the great answer. Yeah. No. That that's. I think that would be. That's like a lot of. Um, that'd be a lot of work just to try to get a girl or something like that. Yeah, I just feel like band guys do it, or like Harvey Weinstein. Well, Weinstein. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, he gets girls. Steven Spielberg. Spielberg gets tons of chicks. Um, no, he's just, he's like a total womanizer. So tell me about, what is this movie? <laughs> that's, that's, that's what this is going to be boiled down to. We got to edit that out. Okay. No, no, don't really edit that. But, um, uh, but okay, so yeah. what is, what is this movie Rememory that, that, uh, that, uh, that, that it all began about. with? Yeah. Um, this movie Rememory is, uh, it's actually, I haven't even started describing it yet, so it's going to be horrible. But um, Can't wait. Uh, uh, I, know, I know, it's so good. Yeah. It's basically about this, uh, it's, it's, um, this uh, scientific pioneer invents a device that can extract, record, and play your memories as they were, as they are, but we don't remember them that way because our memories are all flawed. They are. Yeah, they're like ridiculously inaccurate. Ugh. Like it's sort of a fact that our memories are inaccurate. It's not – I'm not making it up. It's like – it's a fact that our memories are extremely inaccurate. Who cares what you say? I'm just going to remember it however I remember it's it exactly. anyway. It's true. Jesus. You're going to make your own memory. Oh, God. Yeah, our memories are basically like – they're, <laughs> they're uh, Aristotle remembers every day differently oh, than God. it actually is. <laughs> so wait, it's, okay, so it's – yeah. keep going. So yeah, so uh, – so, uh, and he basically is found dead – just before they're about to launch this invention. And Peter Dinklage plays a mysterious stranger that steals the machine and 
essentially tries to figure out what happened to this man through the use of his test subject's memories. So he's sort of investigating through people's memories what happened. So, but there's a lot of other stuff that's happening too. It's just kind of all spoiler alert-ish. That'd be so funny if that was the trailer. Like, uh, it's about this, but like a whole lot of other yeah, stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we promise. It's, it's, <laughs> You're gonna love it. Yeah. It's a, there is there's a lot of stuff going on, and basically, like Peter's character is a mystery through the whole movie. So it's hard to it's hard to describe it accurately. But um, <clears throat> he's the Kaiser Sose of your he's film. A, yeah, exactly. He's the, oh God! Did I just blow the whole movie? Yeah. Well, it's kind of like the Medea movies, but with Peter Dinklage instead of. Oh, thank Tyler God! Perry. Well, I didn't watch those, so I'll just save watching those for watching yours. That's great. We'll just insert either or. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, and so yes, so yes. All right, go on. So I barely understand what your movie is about, <laughs> no, <laughs> and, and here's what I want to know. We will get back to that, but yeah. Why, okay, so there are a few things. Mm-hmm. What made you want to? make this movie what got you interested you wrote this movie right yeah i wrote, wrote, I wrote it, it, directed it i you... wrote it and then i wrote it and i wrote the story then basically co-wrote the screenplay with um my friend mike and we mike who mike vukadinovich just want to know he's got a good last is name is he married he is also married all yeah. right yeah fuck that guy yeah jk we'll, we'll I'm find seeing out. you're seeing lots of I'm, people i'm seeing one person maybe you said many no i'm just trying to just i'm just being mysterious okay, okay? like peter dinklage in my movie yeah okay exactly it. it all That's comes good. back to that this is movie. weird like staring at yeah. oh no i'm just looking no, no, my no, eyes no. really big stop <laughs> flirting with me just kidding he's you're not at all um okay so uh yeah so what, uh, what made you write this well movie? <clears throat> uh it was, uh, it was probably several years ago when uh i mean i think it's probably something everyone has thought of but that you you think back on your childhood or specific times and you're like i wonder what it would be if i could stand there in that memory as it was as an adult and sort of just just re re have a rememory essentially like have have a have a moment that's through the eyes of your adult self but watching your child self i've never thought that ever that's not true wait aristotle have you ever thought that i'm not challenging i'm just i'm just this no, is interesting it's an interesting theory wait aristotle wait give him let him i'm letting him he can have you thought that before did you cut out his tongue before this meeting no <laughs> i'm actually no he's just quiet but you're have you thought? No, come on. Because I, I, now you're making me feel like a freak, Aristotle. What was it again? Oh, he wasn't paying attention. No, it's, a, it it's as an adult, he's saying that, that we all have, um, like, at one point have a desire to to relive, right? Relive a memory or experience, or, or, just, or experience a memory that we had, uh, very clearly experience yeah. a memory that we had uh, as a child. Yeah, like go back to a specific time or thing or event, but you experience it as an adult whatever it was you know like that that it was different than that it is now then yes i wasn't sure if you meant like to watch it again or, or to experience to, like, i think like to be in that space again like to stand in the room where that happened or to to you know whatever it is i mean there's so many kind of there's so many little monumental events i think that we all have and i think the thing about memory when you really start thinking about it and you kind of start talking to people about it is there's like everyone has a different you know it's not always this kind of big oh the moment i found out my my father died or this or that it's not yeah. always that it's like a little thing of like i remember i was just telling someone the other day actually i remember i think it was my third grade teacher she used to she used to eat bananas every day and then you know they're like the strands on a banana that everyone else picks off she didn't and yeah. they would just sort of like 
I would just stare at them between her teeth. And they dry out your tongue, too. They dry out your tongue. <laughs> the bananas are just the Those stringy little parts. little stringy weird peels. They're drying. Well, I would have told her had I known that back then. But now yeah. I can. I can go back there and I can tell her pick those out but my point is is that i have that memory I, I remember it it might not be accurate yeah but i don't know it's clearly not a big important life-changing event but yet it's something i remember it's something that, yeah it's, and <clears throat> i've had things where things pop they pop into my head and i have a, a, a memory from the past but in your movie can characters can you go back and change the experience well funny you should ask that um, you can't. Well, I spo- I mean, if you can't tell me, don't tell me. No, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna get into this. It's not a spoiler. There I, was there was a sort of there was a version where I, you could. Uh, yes, I printed this out too. Oh, fantastic! Get, get into Externalism? Eternalism. And there's some oh. book about where all, so they say like all time exists all at once. Is this something you researched too for your movie or where? Yeah, I mean, okay. I've heard that. I didn't research that, but okay. I've, yeah. Well, go on. So yeah, no, so that sounds so interesting. So you, um, you well, can't change you, it. You 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 can't change it. Um, no, you can't change it. But it's basically like by. By going to that time and re-experiencing, because the whole the, the 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 scientist who invents it is a psychologist, and the, and he basically would go to into a session like a sort of normal therapy session that you'd have. He'd sit down with you, you'd have a specific thing that that maybe you feel like you've been formed one way or another by. I can tell there's probably a lot in your past. Um, <laughs> Thank you for noticing. <laughs> and uh, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it, like that, I mean, first and foremost, you'd 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 re-experience that, and you'd be like, oh my god, actually, I don't it, like. I remember it being, I remember it being Susie from across the street that actually came and gave me that sweater, but it wasn't Susie at all. It was you know, like it would things would be completely different. But then by re-experiencing that, you are able to kind of change your version of it so that so that essentially like we are one of the pieces of dialogues in the movie that's that's true is that we basically our memories are our memories are just the stories that we tell ourselves Ugh, about ourselves yes so so it's it's kind of when you understand those stories differently or understand the truth of that story then it does essentially change the memory it's just not that you're not like literally changing the past it's funny because I was, uh, or maybe it's not funny at all, but I was having a conversation about this with my friend yesterday, and I also heard it's a sign of autism, the need to like tell somebody where you were and uh, you know what your what was around you when you had uh, when you had an experience. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's something I do, so maybe I'm. So partially, you could be on the spectrum. I could be on the spectrum. Who knows? I mean, I think we all could be. Asperger's. But, uh, you could be. Perhaps. Who knows? Thank you very much. How dare you? I can tell. Uh, anyway, oh my God, he's just trying to get his power back because he's the director. But anyway, but I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, this is going to get a topsy turvy and psychedelic because this is like a, good, yeah. a confusing kind of conversation to have. But uh, he was telling me because I, I tell myself all these stories about myself, and I've gotten to the point in my life where my friends are telling me. You have to let these stories go because they don't serve you anymore. Right. Uh, for example, and and in order for example, to in yes. order to move forward, for example, uh, <laughs> oh, I, I'm so weird. Uh, you know, I'm this and that, and I will. I know I'm bringing it back to me, but that's so I can relate to what you're talking about. And I'm going to throw it right back to you and potentially Aristotle. But uh, I go, oh my god, I have such weird hands. I've got weird golem hands. A normal uh, yuppie, handsome man couldn't like me because I'm freaky and I used to go to shows and I'm bizarre and I'm like a. A poor kid. And I just have all these like fucking stories that uh, put together who I think I am, but I'm not that anymore. And so it's like I'm trying to just like let that go because I've morphed into something else. So what I'm trying to do is not so – not live so – I want to get away from memories. I want to live in the present. Right. I want to uh, – and why do, why are they important anyway? Why do we have memories? I don't know if this is some stuff that you talk about in the film or that you thought about or made you want to make this movie. Mm-hmm. But 
why do we have memories? Do they hurt us? Do they help us? What do they serve for us? Because I know that for me, it's like I have a whole unconscious uh, story I tell myself based on things that may or may not be true that I think are actual memories because I know you know all of our perceptions are, are different. Mm-hmm. Alcohol doesn't help, uh, I'm sure. No. And does anybody, any two people have or the same does. memory or it does if you, if you black out and can't remember anything or uh, no. that's not true at all. I'm yeah, just joking. I'm just, just joking. That's horrible. And thick and twisted. <laughs> that's so very, but um, yeah. So you do have golem hands, by the way, though. Yeah, I mean, but, just but like if in you a were cool trying way. to let go of that, of that. <laughs> don't let go. You don't let go. Don't let go. Probably because I can't. I probably can't because my golem hands are just so, no, and they're held. They're so tight to that memory. And they're like holding on that memory real tight. So I mean, yes. Right. But you don't saying, want yuppie guys either, though. That's like the whole – all of that story seems to be – I'm just saying All of like, that seems to be a thing to let I'm just go. saying healthy, healthy men mm-hmm. who are light and happy and loving mm-hmm. uh, could not relate to my potential darkness that I think has to do with me and my – like a weird upbringing or a sense of like what I look like and, and mm-hmm. I'm – whatever, blah, blah. This is all my own bullshit. I'm trying yeah, to get away no, from good, these memories and these bizarre stories. I like it. Help, <clears throat> Aristotle. Help. <laughs> but um, does that have anything to do with your film? Or like, and well, also, I mean, I, why do we have memories? You asked. I mean, I think that that's you know that's why uh, do we? I think that it's how we define ourselves. How we define ourselves. I think really, like, I, I think the truth is that that's how we we basically you know you you take whatever whatever memories you have or whatever events or whatever times and you sort of tell yourself, oh, this is how that night went or this is how that school went the date went that you know whatever the, the those things were and that you then move forward based on your understanding of your memories so i feel like if you didn't have memories or you want to get rid of all of them then you you might not have any sense of self what movie was that where they where people get like a, a lobotomy not a lobotomy but like a, what is that Eternal sunshine. Eternal sunshine. Yeah. All right. And- yeah, well they just erased specific memories which is which is actually in 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 the research for this movie, there was a—I think it was like an American Life or NPR thing or something—where mice they 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 can erase specific memories in mice oh, now. Oh, really? Like they're doing this, and and apparently after they did, it was like a situation like this. And after after the show was over, they apparently got flooded with um, human beings wanting to be test subjects for the study to erase their own memories. What memories of yours would you erase? Don't oh say God. this podcast. <laughs> oh Don't say that. Too, too easy. It's too soon. It's too soon. <laughs> You're having a great time. This is really good for you, I think. It's true. It is. Yeah, I love can... it. I feel like I'm in, in, instead of a dark editing room, I'm in a dark recording It's like group. the never-ending story up here, okay? Except 2016 vibes and like I a little bit brighter. I did actually get my ass kicked on the way here. I was running in. You did? in an alley and then these... I just took Oh, it, God. My story. God. Listen, I'm just... Okay. Never ending story Okay. Reference. Okay. I get it. I get it. I was thinking of, uh, you know, the big uh, Eeyore. No, Falcor. Falcor. Sorry. Falcor. Eeyore is from... Uh, You're not even a fan. I think, I, you, I, think you actually, <laughs> I think you might get kicked out of this <laughs> I'm of not. I'm just thinking about all this stuff all at once, you know? Falcor. Atreyu. was the horse. All right. That listen. was the horse. Okay. That was a sad... Like, I have a memory of that, of that, that sad horse um, in the mud. I remember just seeing the kid in the cubbyhole, which is what I'm comparing this room to, reading that book and feeling this really sad. Yeah. Just feeling like, oh, my God, hopeless. That's the feeling I've attached to memory. Uh, I wonder why some people have certain memories or hold on to certain ones and not the other ones. Like what kind of like people who uh, are more 
depressed well, that's, or well no that's the thing i think happy? it's fascinating is like you know you, you have random like i have a memory too of like burying a hammer in the backyard oh, i have shit. no idea where's your wife <laughs> where is your wife i thought I she's coming i haven't seen her for <laughs> years weird. actually no, i haven't seen her i buried um, a hammer and then there was bones separately <laughs> wait so um, why did you make this movie though why this movie why did you write this story i wrote it what for peter dinklage you? oh specifically you guys are friends we're for a while. friends uh yeah the first movie i made called penelope he was in okay and that's how you became friends that's how we became friends all right yes we became friends uh we made that in london um and yeah and he and i've been friends ever since and then he was like he's just kind of actor i just i love him as a friend but i also love him as an actor and he's very um and i wanted something i wanted like a cool role for him i want something special for him so um so, so yeah, then I think I was interested in this sort of idea of exploration through memory and our past and this thing that could kind of, um, I think it's interesting this, this once people find out, I th- the weird thing is, has been is that no one thinks that their memories are inaccurate. Like anytime I talk to anyone, uh, I hope mine is, I'm, I'm always thinking, Oh God, well, please remember, remember it's not no, it's accurate. Like completely Alexi. inaccurate. Not everybody hates you. It's okay. You were charming at that party. Yeah. They don't hate you. But you did have golem hands. How? Listen, <laughs> you love my golem hands. Listen, whatever you need to do to fight this the animal attraction. <laughs> Let me just laugh it's at my hard. own joke real quick. No, it's hard. I'll take a real sip quick. of water. You take a sip of your free water. Let's ease back I'm in. I'm happy it. to leave a couple bucks <laughs> for it, though. <laughs> oh, my I am. God. No, no, I am. Don't be insulting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have you done mushrooms? So that's why. No. So that's why you no, made the I've movie. Never done, never mushrooms, done mushrooms? This seems like such a, a movie to write with like your wife and your friends and hanging out being like, now we got to do mushrooms to really unlock our... Uh... No, Mike and I, who I wrote it with, we went to Mammoth into a cabin in the woods to write it, basically. like We kind of did a couple different versions, but then... And that was kind of... It was kind of like doing mushrooms because we basically just isolated ourselves in in a weird well the cabin wasn't weird but where we walked around into like these burnt out forests and stuff anyway yeah. a lot of a lot of interesting stuff but You're- it does bring up anytime you talk to people about any of this stuff people just i mean i met with some people on the film who like first meetings would just tell me these really deep things about themselves I think memories just, yeah because i think it just they were like this movie makes me think about a lot of things. And then I would get uh, one person in particular. I remember telling me that um, her, like this was like right away. Um, uh, she was telling me that she was adopted and she went and tracked down her original birth mother and birth father. And her birth mother told her the story of her conception kind of and, and all this stuff. And then she was 16 and the guy was older and it was really beautiful and uh, all this stuff. And then, um, and she went and tracked down her birth father from that story, and he has like no recollection of any of it. Oh my god! Like, and he was just like, and so and it was. So it was really like she's telling me all this, and I'm like, oh my god, I barely even know this woman. And it's kind of a, it's like a deep, yeah. I- intimate uh, story, and uh, I was super uncomfortable. You no, were? No, no, I'm kidding. You don't really get uncomfortable, do you? Yeah. Do you really? Oh yeah, but but anyway, but very quickly, I then I asked her. I am now, but then I asked her. Um, I was like, well, did you tell your mother, your birth mother, what your birth father told you? And she said no. So I was like, okay. So it's like, so she didn't want to affect the memory her mom she, had. She didn't want to affect the memory her mom leave, had. Yeah. But, it, but it was completely, I mean, it's not that that memory is necessarily inaccurate. It's just, it's really disconnected from what actually happened. So if you, if you could basically go, I mean, I'm not saying I want to go back and see the conception of her. It sounds of like herself, the girl was, like, was there some kind of illegal thing happened 
something scary. So he was 16 and an older guy, and then he doesn't remember, and she's trying to it's turn it into like a thing. Gil taking you to concerts when you were young and he was no, older. So no, that just seems, no, seems I do not think that at all. Um, <laughs> Gil? <laughs> Gil? Hello? <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so you've never, and you've never done, uh, oh, and you're collecting, this is the point, you're collecting memories yes. for your film. This yes. is a big part of this yes. interview that I want to get to. This is, is a big part, yes. Okay, so <laughs> there is. You have a YouTube video, or you have a video that you and Peter made uh, yeah. where you're asking people to submit their memories yes. to be potentially used in your film. Correct. We've already actually, we've already plugged some in that we've received. You have? Are you yep. at capacity? Do you need more? Let's oh, get no, some more. Why not? Get more. No, for sure. Now, how it's do... Very, yeah, it's, it's never, as far as I know, it's never been done before, anything like this. How are they going to, mm-hmm. how are you going to use the memories? How do you want people to submit them to you? Because I was telling you about this app called Know Me that I found out about that makes it really easy to like uh, use photos, uh, make films, uh, use video, and then do voiceover over it to like... Uh, Tell, tell a really quick mini story, which is how somebody can convey potentially a memory and send it to you if you'd like. But how yes. do you want people to, to go about well, this? Well, we've gotten some things. I mean, the thing is, is okay, the, the, the site is therememoryproject.com and everything's there. Rememoryproject.com. Therememoryproject.com. The rememoryproject.com. Therememoryproject.com. Aristotle, you want to chime in? Um, <clears throat> yeah, so yeah, it's never it's never been done. I don't think anything like this. We're sort of essentially kind of, we, I should Shot, I shot the film, and we also sh- we basically had a memory unit shooting the entire time I was shooting the main unit stuff as well. Okay, but you know the concept of 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 memories and these specific little things. Like I wanted a sense of of the world. There's a kind of early on in the film. There's a big kind of TED Talk type launch about this machine, this device, and so you kind of get the sense of like our audience, the audience that's there in the film, like. You, you immediately kind of insert your own memories into into the film, into the equation. And, and so I want a sense of the world's memories, not just the ones I shot in Vancouver. Yeah. So Do you live in Vancouver? No, but that's where we shot the film. Okay. Thank I live, you. I just want to clarify, you know. Here, yeah. We yeah. want the cold hard facts here on Love Alexi <laughs> no, podcast. Good. That's good. That's <laughs> okay, <good>. keep going. <laughs> Continue. Uh, so, yeah. So, so it was a really interesting idea because we're basically, <clears throat> you know, we have – we shot memories of, of everything from like um, – it's all point of view stuff, right? So it's not – so some of the memories we've gotten, which is not what we're looking for, although very interesting, are yeah. people sitting in front of their laptop telling us a memory of theirs. So – Don't uh, open that email I sent you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay so, so you're like, not going to like it. It's I not- can see like you, yeah, you sitting that an hour Keep of you going. just telling, telling no. memories. So hey, those, cool. those aren't ones we could necessarily use because they basically need to work as, as – um, their point of view memories. So that when you remember something, this was something that people kind of had a hard time wrapping their heads around when we were when we were making the movie. Peter Dinklage's memories of his character in the movie, you would not see Peter Dinklage in your memory. You don't see yourself in your memory, their yeah. point of view. So yeah. people are always like, I don't I can't understand at all why Alexi isn't in Alexi's memories. It kind of makes sense when you think about it just for a second. My point of view, yeah. Because your point of view. So that's the kind of we're looking for sort of point of view thing. So we've gotten everything from like you know people's amazing snorkeling trip to some uh, trip to India to um, to the birth of a child. You know, like we've gotten we've gotten the range of really interesting things. Oh, because they're actually experiencing that memory firsthand. Exactly. So that they can think they're getting from their point of view. Yes. Oh, wow! So it actually has to be. Memories not of days gone by, but that they are currently experiencing and capturing to send to you from their point of view, it's right? It's both. Like it's I, both. Like, like my periscope or whatever it was, yeah. my, uh, my Snapchat of you, yeah. I just captured a, a memory. You did. You just captured a memory. From exactly. my POV. Exactly. Of those cupcakes. Exactly. Yeah. So that 
Yeah. But you I'll, sh- I'll submit that later. But you shot it vertically, and we really want horizontal because it was a goddamn because it's a movie. Oh, um, right. But yes, aye, but aye, yes. Aye. Well, like yeah, Gil. Gil was just uh, you know I saw on in Instagram that he was in Greece or something like that and shot fighter jets and and I was like those are cool. It's a yeah. kind of it's a memory. It's a it's a memory you probably it's a moment. It's a moment. And, yeah. Uh, so he's going to upload that. You know. So it's things like that. I'm not saying we're, you know we're looking at all of them. It's just how they fit into the story because there's. There's basically with as 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 Peter is investigating what had happened through people's memories. There's as, as I said the ones we've shot, but there's also will be kind of frames and seconds of other ones. Yeah, that these would be. So and then it's a mystery. Your movie is a mystery, right? Peter's trying to get to the bottom of like where this scientist who invented the thing went, and so he's seeing the scientist via the point of view of the people that the scientist was experimenting mm-hmm. on or whatever, right? Yes, yes. So like, what happens at the end? I'm not going to tell you what happens at the end. So like, where to go? At the end. I, I, but I can promise, I can promise you, I can definitely promise you that the end of the movie will surprise you. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not just, I'm really, as you can see, terribly bad at describing my film, but I'm sure that the end will surprise you. You will not see it coming. You're not bad at describing it. I enjoy how I irritate you and make you uncomfortable. <laughs> you I appreciate do. it. Do I? Do, yeah. do I irritate you? No. Oh, okay. That's good. That was a close call. Yeah, no, you you no, agreed too okay. soon. I couldn't believe it. Not no, yet. No. no, no. no. Are we, what, what should my memory be of this encounter? What will your memory be? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll distort it as soon as I walk out the door, I'm sure. That's funny. I interviewed Neil Strauss, who mm-hmm. wrote the, the book The Game, and he's writing a new book. I believe, I don't know if you remember, you record, Aristotle, you record like a thousand things all the time. But do you remember the new book that he said he was writing? Was it about memories? He's currently writing a book about memories. And I think, I think that's what he said. And the gist of it is... Uh, is that you can reaccess a memory. When you reaccess a memory, it becomes malleable. You can change it, and uh, so that's yeah. yeah. So uh, well, it's, I just want to walk away from all my memories. I want to try to live in the present, and not go backwards. And uh, come on, though, really? I mean, when they you don't seem serve like a reasonably me, reasonably well-adjusted person. I am actually really no. And that's a new that's a new way to think about myself because that's true. I think of myself as like a <laughs> kooky kid, but actually, I'm way more healthy than I give myself credit for. So. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so he's writing a book about memories and then also, and I talked about this when you and I were on the phone and I was like oversharing about, uh, I don't really want to talk about Scientology for uh, very long on this podcast. I'm not a Scientologist. Nobody in this room is a Scientologist. Fuck you. Get out of here. Not the thing to joke about. Not (laughs) the thing to joke about. We've Um, already talked about Spielberg womanizing. Nobody's a womanizer. We're all great. Um, We're living our lives and everything's on the up and up. But um, okay. See, Aristotle is laughing. All right. (laughs) That's why he doesn't doesn't talk much because he's like, I'm going to stay clean while you two get beat up on the way to the car. No, he flourishes on the podcast. I love him. He's a a babe. You should have seen him before this haircut. Anyway, that's nothing to do with anything. (laughs) Okay. But uh, mm-hmm. so I was talking about how um, Scientology. Yeah, something about like they have a thing. From what I know about it, because I was born and raised in Los Angeles, yeah. I know a lot of Scientologists. I am. What'd you say? I, I, I realized I shouldn't lean back. Oh, I probably should stay up. Do here. what you feel. Just be you. Wait. Okay, yes, okay. you grew up in LA. Oh yeah. So I remember, uh, and I was telling you how when my and I'm sure my mom will be like, "Why do you have to share things about my life on oh, your? I want to hear it on your podcast. I want to hear all about your mom. Oh, I already told this to you uh, about how she was trying to get joint custody of me. Yeah. And my father made more money and, you know, as a man, and it, it, it became very difficult. It made it very difficult for her to get joint custody of me when I was like six years old when they split. So she was distraught and lived right near the Scientology Celebrity Center. And 
there are all these people who are like, oh, if you're feeling sad, come in the thing. We'll help you out. It's like free therapy. So my mom uh, was just in a really weak place. It's a long time ago. So when I was like six years old, you know, like, you know, a couple of years ago. And um, very young is what I'm saying. But a very uh, hello. formative time. <laughs> very formative time for all of us. And so she went to the Scientology Center and the exercise... And she is also not a Scientologist. She walked in, did this exercise, and then got, like, inundated with telephone calls afterwards and was like, fuck, why did I do this? Oh, my God. Like, I shouldn't have done this. But the exercise they put her through was to tell her story over and over what was going on. The, the, uh, essentially, the memory of, like, you know, I went out with this guy. We had the kid. It, he won't let me have joint custody. And this were is, they married? They were never married. But uh, – Fun, a fun aside, a fun fact. Okay, um, they were no, they were never married. I'm a bastard, but uh, I, see, you know what? I don't want that to be one of my memories of myself either. So it's, I'm just a person. Okay, but anyway, so she would retell her story over and over until it, until the memories and her story no longer had power over her, and so she went from sobbing when she told the story of uh, her relationship with my father and not being able to have custody of me to just being able to tell the story as if it were you know, and there is no weight attached to it. So did she find it helpful? She found it very helpful because it separated emotion from the story and it took the gravity of uh, her past and the story that, and stuff that had happened to her. It took away all the intensity and, and weight of it. And so she could just, you know, move fight forward and be lighter. But uh, So how come she didn't join? <laughs> why do you think she didn't join? Well, did she know at the time that it was? It was what? Sorry. Are we going to go there? Well, I don't think we oh, should. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Oh, interesting. Think, this like, is so much more interesting. Now. Well, I mean, like, I don't talk so about Judaism. Didn't. No, my mom is not a Scientologist. Oh, okay. not, no, that's what I'm saying. None of us are Scientologists, but I don't want to, like, shit talk any religion. Yes, fair enough. Um, Good for you. Take You take the high road, unlike everyone in our society these days. I mean, I don't like any group things where right. I have to pay a lot of money and, and what about might roller be scary. Skating? I actually don't like roller skating. Really? <laughs> it's too scary. I'm 5'11", and I'll just topple over. I don't want to break a bone. I've never broken a bone. You've never broken a bone? Or have I? Maybe it's just a memory. <laughs> it's eradicated from my insides. But um, have you ever broken a bone? Uh, yeah, I've broken several bones. You have? Lots of bones broken. How tall are you? 6'2". Do you have an 8-pack? I'm sorry. It's just default. <laughs> it's just where I go. <laughs> so well, sorry. I mean, at times it's 8. Most of the time it's 6. 6 yeah. You are yeah, fit? It's just like... Are you a fit person? Don't just think you can let your body fall to I mean, shit because you're married. Cupcakes, cupcakes, cupcakes. You're fired. <laughs> but you know you're not it eating any of these. It was a twenty-four pack before I walked in. No, that's not true. Yeah. But, but, but I had so many of them. But do you exercise because you're married? And just because you've been together for ten years doesn't mean you can just let your body go to shit. I do like to. I'm not a gym guy. I don't go I'm to the gym. A, I'm not no, a gym person. I like hike. I play basketball. You play basketball? I do. Should we start a team together since we get on? We should. So... But you're not afraid to play basketball, but you are roller skating. No, I've broken yeah. bones playing basketball. Why are you trying to instill fear in me? I'll tell you a funny, actually, a quick funny story. The banter is uh, livening up. So Loving it. Playing basketball a few years ago and got an elbow to the face and my tongue split like that. It did? Let me yeah, see. Liz, Liz, well, no. It's, it's, Let me see. It's been stitched. Stick out your tongue. <laughs> it's been, see. Let me see. Let me see. Stitch. Okay. You have such a narrow tongue. Well, I didn't go full throttle. I didn't go full throttle. I just, (laughs) but so, so it split and, uh, and I kept playing. It was really painful, but I kept playing. So I'm just that kind of guy. Anyway, so I went to the hospital. Went to the hospital, and uh, and and the the doctor was actually really attractive. Like this woman, she came the, she came out, and she was really attractive. And I was like, fuck. So she then. Uh, You're fine. We she, can edit whatever okay, you regret. Okay. She she's there's so many things I it's regret. Okay. So she, she's like, I can give you a shot of of, you know, uh, Scientology numbing. <laughs> Numbing cream. What's no, the, Novocaine. No, yeah, but I don't think it is Novocaine. Mm. Anyway, 
uh, sort of anesthesia, but not uh, into your tongue, mm -hmm. which will be painful. Or I can just stitch it without yeah. that. Oh, which, my God. Bad boy. What which, did you which choose? I did. Whoa. Well, because I was just, because I was like, oh, God, I got to like, I got to be strong here. And not and For the sexy lady? Is that so what you're she, saying? Yeah, for the doctor. Were you married at the time? Yeah, I was. Isn't it weird that like, I just well, hate how people can be attracted to more than one person at a time. I just wish we all had blinders on. I just, I can't do it, I don't think. I just can't. Really? I think I'm going to stop dating because I'm a... No, actually, that's not true. Yeah, but that's, I'm okay. That's yeah, horrible. But that, you, yeah, you, well, then you can't live a life in the world. <laughs> and then we just end the podcast. The go, whole world yeah, goes to black. Seriously. I jump out the window. That would be awesome. <laughs> you and your golem hand should go live in a cave. I, they, I have, tell me how nice my hands are. Golem doesn't deal with that. I have nice hands. You don't like my hands? No, your hands are, your hands are lovely. Thank Check God them out. Aristotle's here. <laughs> Why? What would you do? Just, <laughs> thank God Aristotle's here. Stop hitting on Aristotle. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Okay. So Wait. So your parents? Uh, do you have siblings? I have a half brother that I've only ever referred to his face as my half brother. Wow. You are my half brother. Yeah. We don't talk. He's like 15 years older than me. He's my dad's another like illegitimate son of my father's, and uh, that came obviously 15 years before you. I suppose so. Yes. What's your relationship like with your father? Mm, what do you think? Abandonment wasn't around much. It's just, you know, just not the greatest, but it's right. fine. Okay, right. I go to therapy. I meditate. There's a lot. Of, yeah. I have see. a podcast you on do. the Nerdist it's Network. It's true. You do. You have <laughs> very sharp. Okay. You do a podcast. Um, yeah, no, you're doing well. What's the... What's... I knew that without you telling me. No, no, I don't. I wasn't. I wasn't reassuring you. I was just saying you know, um, your absentee father would be proud. No, he's around. I just can't take it when he is. But like, yeah. so because we... men are mostly bad. That's not true. It's mo it is. If you really, it is mostly you true. Think it's just so? sad to think about. Yeah, I think so. Um, how do you balance making a film, which is, is such a big endeavor, with being in a relationship? Because like, I feel like, you know, when I get really into work. Relationship and family always takes a backseat to anything. It does? Career-wise, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Tell me. No, and no. So, I mean, <laughs> you never know. I, I know mean, you're joking I am, now. I am joking. I should but make how, that clear. No, but, but when you're really passionate but about really, But it really does. But I'm serious. It's like you're driven. You're, yeah. doing, you're doing something that like, you know, a lot well, of people you gotta don't you got to be do. with the right person. So how do you navigate it? Because I'm sure there must be moments where it's like she's, you know, she's not getting what she needs or she needs to go live. What does she do again? You told me. Oh, she's a psychologist. psychologist. Okay. Yeah. So I just tell her, go talk to someone else. Yeah, you go. Listen, like, just go talk to figure else. it out. You need any do, sort of emotional do support. Do some cognitive behavioral therapy on exactly. yourself, babe. Yeah. All right, I'll be over here. Fucking yeah. CBT. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go do that. So that's what I do Yeah. all the time. Really? Yeah. You doing it right now? Uh, I can't. I'm talking to you. <laughs> how no, often, I, no, how no. often are you in therapy? Once a week, but he's out of town. Isn't it weird that that's the week we're doing this podcast? It's weird, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Absentee therapist. Um, no, no, he's great. Um, so, yeah, but so no. Did you really. want to have a male therapist? Like, yeah, you... because I have daddy issues. Of right. course I do. Are you in therapy? No. Why not? Um, it's like I just like it's just better to keep all that stuff bottled up. You think so? Does it serve your work? <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 both joking and not joking. He's deflecting. I think it's good to just like keep that bottled up. Do you think – would you have any severe issues? I'm not – I mean, you're safe with me, by the way. I know you, we've only just met. I just want to let you know. I don't really feel like I'm in the trust tree right now. You I are mean, in the trust tree. It's just – it's too new Friend of, of Gil. I'm friends with Gil. He's a great guy. I Gil's mean, that guy is guy. the greatest He's guy. He's a good guy. He's going to do the podcast. Awesome. Um, we should have done it together. I should, let me I'll, let me keep talking because I'm going to text Peter because I want to also – I said I would. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, we are currently – uh, on the podcast, Peter mm -hmm. Dinklage is being texted. That's as good as him actually being Super here. Super interesting. On the podcast, I'm going to use his he name when love we tweet this kind of stuff. Listen, he loves this show though, and you know how I know because he's being texted. 
That's true. <laughs> um, so that, that means when I tweet about this show, I can be like, my guest, Peter Dinklage. And, uh, yeah, you can say that. Whatever your name is. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> you'll see that. <laughs> but, That's okay. Um, I know. It's, it's not important. Wait, do you have mommy or daddy issues? Oh, yeah. You do? Oh, for sure. Um, but I mean, I think everybody does. Like, I think that's, I think even if you have the best childhood in the world, you kind of, that's the thing. You're, everyone finds some chain to be dragged down by. It's you know, kind of human. But this is an interesting thing. Kind. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> um, I was dating a guy who comes from a very good family. Yeah. Seems to have had no adversity in his life. Mm-hmm. Which is so odd to me because I like, you know, I have yeah, a dark side and where I feel every overthink things and blah, yeah. blah, blah. I feel like maybe you can relate to it all. I can relate. Overthinking stuff. Yeah. 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 You're a creative person. I feel like we, we do those things. Mm-hmm. You don't mind me lumping myself into mm-hmm, that category. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then I talked to my therapist about this guy and went, my God, I've never dated a guy who's like the bachelor where he's just like walking around smiling like guy smiling. Nothing's wrong with him. He seems who is who are these people with no darkness? And then my therapist said. Sometimes people don't know they have darkness because they're you talk yourself, and this goes back to like your movie and memories mm-hmm. and how we compartmentalize stuff and and what we remember and what we don't and how we move forward. So somebody could seem like they have no darkness or come from no adversity or have a, the greatest childhood, the yeah. most wonderful parents, but maybe they don't even realize that they live they come from a very conditional family or there's a lot of like because they you cope, you know what I mean? You you shed what you don't need, you don't remember what you don't want to remember or think about what you don't want to think about, and then you you try to be light, right? I think it's just – no, I mean I think that's part of it. But I feel like we – no, because you you just kind of are who you are. I mean things things I think influence you. But, you know, I've, I've always been this way. Like I don't think it's – I've always been um, – I've always been this way. Like I remember, I remember once I was walking my dog, and I and across the street was another person walking their dog, and their dog had three legs, and I started actually feeling like really, I felt like empathy through, for my dog for your yeah, dog. Yeah, like looking across the street at the three-legged dog, and like thinking, and I remember, I remember being like lost, and like I'm like, oh my god, my dog now is seeing this three-legged dog, and I wonder if she's, like, feeling, I've got four in this dog. You know, and I was like, you weren't even Christ. Being, you weren't even being empathetic for that. You weren't even no, the three-legged dog. You were like, like yeah, I don't yeah. know, so that like, weird I, I, yeah, Oh, no, my God. I, like, I basically made it another <laughs> couple blocks, and I was like, okay, yeah. You know, like, that's just, I think that there are people that do that stuff, and I, I'm not, I don't think that's healthy, I'm saying, and there are people that don't, and there are people that just, like, let life kind of. They're so easy. They're so easy, breezy, simple. Yeah. So, is that the goal? To get that way? Because I feel like art comes from, like, darkness and working through your shit. Yeah, but I guess it depends what your goal is. Like, it's not it's, well, it's not to be an accountant. It's not to be an accountant. You used that as an example before, being like, well, they don't, they're not trying to get girls. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't, who cares about I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the people who are like, I have a lot to prove. Look at me. I have an ego. Right. Oh, my God. Let me know I'm okay. You know, it's about, like, trying to Yeah, I mean, but I think you, you, but you used, like... You used musicians as an example, and I think like that's like musicians always joke about. I'm get get into bands to get girls. Yeah, it's sort of a. I've never heard of the director thing being like I. Are you kidding? No, seriously. No, I haven't honestly because also no because it's called it's also kind of I mean it's not just but it's not something you just kind of get into. It's it's because you want it so bad you work hard for it. Who knows what venture capitalists are like? 
They're probably the scariest. Maybe. Yeah, you don't want those guys. It's all the people who you can't see in the media. Those are the power players in the background getting all the weird... uh, Right, like that Instagram dude who's got all the... Yeah, that guy. Bazarian? Yeah. yeah, I can't believe I knew exactly who you were talking about. I don't follow. That guy's scary. No, he's super scary. But like, I think there's people worship those kinds of people. Dan Blit... What's his name? I don't know. But you knew. It's, yeah, because Aristotle knows. You know who that is? Ugh, but he's pointing so at you creepy. as though you really know is what he's doing. He keeps going like well, that's because he keeps I'm doing that. He has a freaky section. Uh, all the girl where he has like indie indie girls, and every chance I get when he's like has an open call for indie girls, I go oh, over. In, I go over in a bikini. Oh, you do? Yeah. That makes I'm sense. Like, <laughs> just yeah, kidding. Well, Let me look at my copious. Well, you got a whole because you're an actress, right? So yes. that's a whole. Yeah, that's so, a whole. But I'm mainly a writer. I write stuff, <laughs> I direct stuff, right. I make stuff, and I do this, and I like talking to people. But you like people looking at you. You like people no, my main m- making thing is, a fuss. Uh, no. In fact, I am curious about people. I like when I talk to other people, it makes me feel less alone. Because I go, oh, they're going through the same thing, or it gets me out of my head for a moment. Oh, relax. Oh. Tish- yeah, I need a tissue over there. I don't think I don't think that's true. I think he's tissue. lying. No, I'm not. I'm, All right, uh, get over here. You're like empathetic. You're like you're like thinking of your dog, and you're like, God, imagine if you were like her, that podcaster. He's you're witnessing a podcaster <laughs> gone we're, awry. We're three-legged dogs across <laughs> oh from one another, separated by cupcakes. Oh my goodness! Did you? Yeah. I am Aristotle wants one, by the way. You, no, he's vegan. I was going to offer you one, but he's vegan. They might be. They, you can't take that chance. Are they vegan? I don't think they were made with animals. No, I don't but know. I'm milk. not going to I don't know. Do you want one? Hey, there's someone else. <laughs> Help. Oh, wait. So I'm looking yeah, at You've got co- a lot of questions. Have you asked? Yep. Are oh, the, yeah. Is that just like a, a high school paper? No. I, I like researched through it and look, I was like thinking, what do I want to know about this guy? Oh, I thought you were single, so I was going to like ask you what you're looking for, what the ideal relationship is for you and, well, and all this stuff. Well, I'm still looking for an ideal relationship. No, just because I'm married doesn't mean I'm not looking for an ideal well, relationship. Well, I mean like, oh, yeah, what does your wife get mad at you for? Oh, my God. Like, what is the number one thing she's like, ah, oh, you're always on people's podcasts. <laughs> Talking trash and nonsense. <laughs> what does she always get mad at for? Did Peter Dinklage um, sex is back? No. But, you know, he has a four-year-old, and it is now 6 o'clock in New York, 6.15. Um, and it's probably... If you're just tuning in? Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, yeah. What does your wife get mad at you for? Don't look at my notes. Prob- no, I was probably not. Uh, probably. Uh, what does she get mad at me for? She, uh, I'm pretty. Um, I like things in a particular way. A controlling kind of vibe. Control I mean, I freak? wouldn't use the c word. So you're controlling my choice of words. I can't believe I w- you. No, I just said I wouldn't use the c word. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I'm pretty like, like I uh, I always keep the bottle on the. I like I always turn the turn the top on a bottle she doesn't do that and it kind of oh wait but then what if you lift it up and then it spills thank you Alexi. what a monster hey uh, shout out to your wife and, <laughs> but, uh, and not a positive one yeah, close yeah. your bottles yeah, I know. It's, stuff, it's stuff like that <laughs> oh it's God. really big 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 stuff like that these are the things that drive couples apart um do you and you guys live together <laughs> yeah do you have kids we you have never, one yeah. you have one kid how old is your kid she's a year and a half she's a year and a half yeah oh man would you let her go into this business of like acting oh god no right? no no Mm-mm. But I don't. But I'm not sure. Like I want her to go in any business. What is she gonna do? I don't know. Develop apps. Just like build teepees or something. Build teepees. Yeah, but like not... a teepee builder. A teepee builder. Hmm. You like how I clarified building teepees to a teepee builder? Are you being just in case people didn't understand what I meant by build teepees? Well, you've never done like ayahuasca or mushrooms or acid. Mm-mm. No. No. You know why? Because I'm like a freak, meaning I'll die. You are. Yeah. You like will. I've got like stuff. Yeah. 
Like I'm allergic to sunflower seeds. Like I, I can just die. And so, you know, who knows what's in that stuff. Really? Yeah. I like you looked at Aristotle like for health. Yeah. You're like, I can't just be talking to this girl here. I just have to connect with a man in the room. There's a man in the room. I won't. No, she and I have been like, (laughs) we've been having a staring contest. What is it about? What's that about? I like his shirt. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, He always wears great shirts. Yeah. He's got a good shirt. I feel bad because. You should describe it to. um, Aristotle is wearing a shirt. It says famous monsters. Is that a band? Is that a movie? It's Godzilla. And it's not Mothra. What is it? It's a magazine. The magazine. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. See? All right. Yeah. Well, he's looking foxy he's and looking cute good. as per the use. Oh, man. All right. What else? What do we need to convey to the people out there? When is your movie coming We're out? Covering all those things. I'm just can I, at can I read them? No. No. Oh, okay. I've, okay. I asked you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We asked. We know how There's you know Peter Dinklage. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. Wait, okay. And then you made. Oh, oh. Who are your. Oh, wait. Are you happy? Like, do you feel like you're happy and fulfilled? Or do you think you'll never be fulfilled? And that's why. You're in this business. I'm searching. For what? Well, for that that feeling. (laughs) What are you searching for? For that feeling. Like for, uh, I mean, I think, I think that it's, um, I think that perspective is obviously a very thing. Like, you know, you think about Syrian refugees right now and it's very easy to like not complain about. Like, okay. The line at the coffee shop, stuff like that. Like, so I would say, like, am I happy in terms of the fact that, like, I can come and go and do what I please and live in this world and all that stuff? And yeah. But you know, I'm not talking about that. Well, yeah. It's all relative. But yeah, but it's, I mean, everyone complains about everything. And it's kind of at a certain point, it's like, God, come on. I know, but you're allowed to have your feelings. You're inside your head with all your stuff. So do you feel, like, fulfilled? Fulfilled? No. No. But I think that that's, uh, but. I, right now, I'm I'm okay with the feeling of like I don't want I don't want to ever feel like um, I'm fully fueled. Like I think you I, you constantly need to be like finding the fuel to burn, you know, to like keep searching. So I you know so I have that I've always had that feeling like always 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 I I, I um yeah I've always had that feeling. So yeah. it hasn't gone away. It's sort of like it it you know it's always been a presence. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you feel, I mean, I really, you know, making Remembering and making with Peter and in a way like, like doing that with someone I feel very close with was, there was something very fulfilling about that. Like there was a part of me that was sort of like, just this as an experience is something special and whatever the outcome may be. But there's always that like um, yearning for more. I wonder, it's so interesting that not everybody's like that, and that needs to be that way because if everybody were like that, it would be completely chaotic and hectic, and you need to have people who like wait in line to see the movie, and then the other people who make the movie, or the people who like want an autograph from a famous person, and then the other person who is like contributing. I don't know. It's like yeah. there are two types of mentalities, and like, and uh, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I know that I talked. It's going to be good. It, it could maybe. I mean, I don't know if you can make any promises, <laughs> but uh, I, I talked to a director friend of mine, and he was saying how like in a weird way, and it's kind of depressing for him. He's the happiest and he's only happy when he's on set of a film that he's directing, that he wrote, mm-hmm. and he's like got all the people he wants involved. And it's like, and it's so exhausting and it bums him out because it takes all these things because it's so hard to get a yeah, movie made, to yeah. get the financing, do all the stuff. And then people give notes and the people with the money with their fucking yeah. chiming in, you're like, get away from here. Yeah. I know you give me my. But, uh, but he has to create this entire thing so he can feel like, oh, I got it. This is great. Yeah. And he doesn't get it from. Whoever he's dating at the time, or if, if probably you know, if he doesn't even think he'd get it if he was married or with a kid or whatever, but it's like this controlled atmosphere, and it takes so much. But it's like so maybe once a year, maybe once every three years, he can be happy for a moment, yeah. you know. 
but then all the stress that goes with it. So yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, and I think yeah, it can be. The thing is, is like it, it's both. It's both every part of it. You know, my first film, I didn't have Penelope. Yeah, Penelope, I didn't have Final Cut on. And you it was, didn't? No, and it was which is kind of normal at the time, but um, and it was it was it was it was mishandled and mistreated, and it was hard. It was really hard, and it's like you you basically. You go through all that and you just and it's horrible. In this film, I do have Final Cut on, and I did have kind of I did have the creative freedom and control to do what I want, um, and so that makes it all really pleasurable. But that's not common, and it's you know yeah. most people don't, and even you know even big great directors have to deal with all that crap, and it's just it's you know people just deal with that stuff differently, and I think you know, but I I understand what your friend is saying. There's an element of that's your. It's your thing. Is that a much bigger budget, Penelope, than this movie? Penelope was a bigger budget. I mean, it was, you know, it was also, uh, it was a bigger budget. It was, Reese Witherspoon produced it, and it was, um, so there was kind of, uh, there was just, it was just a different thing. You know, and I think there's also, there's also a thing of like, it was my first film, and so there's, there's an element of like, you know. I'll do whatever they say. I'm so excited to. No, I think more of like, from their standpoint, maybe like, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing. How did that come together? How did Reese Witherspoon end up producing your first film? Um, I did a short film and called, called what? Yeah, well, <laughs> it was called it's it was called the same. Okay, it's kind of a bad title, but hmm. uh, it was called the same. Uh, Josh Hartnett was in it. Uh, Wee Man was in it. Um, and uh, and yeah, it was sort of a dark fairy tale. And and then that basically got me Penelope, which was a fairy tale, sort of a modern fairy tale. And yeah, it was, it was a great cast: Christina Ricci, Catherine O'Hara. Dinklage, um, Russell Brand. Oh, oh my God! I used to have the biggest crush on him. Yeah, he's awesome. I don't anymore, but I have a I have a, Why don't a you big anymore? appreciation because I don't, you're, you're I over don't, it. I'm just. I mean, I don't know the guy. I don't really know him. It's funny because I have an appreciation from him. I'm an adult now. I'm not just. I'm like, oh my God, he's oh, a long hair guy. Kid. I don't know. I'm not just a but kid anymore. <laughs> but it was like. But it was probably five years ago. You had a crush on him. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying I like him. But what were you going to say? Well, I was. I was. I was doing a movie with Russell. It was like a. It was a big fun Sony studio movie and and it was really interesting hearing people's opinions on russell brand it was like everyone everyone felt like you know no one you know i said oh you know peter dinklage everyone kind of has a general feeling but like russell was like people man oh just polarizing right yeah really polarizing really interesting and someone said someone said something really i thought the most astute about him he's a great guy he's really smart he's really he's a really good people have a different people have a very different perception of him than, than 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 who he is and how he is but I remember someone saying to me that the problem with him for audiences is like audiences want a comedian that they can have a beer with and that won't steal their girlfriend. <gasps> oh, no. And obviously Russell won't. He'll steal your girlfriend, not yours, but Aristotle's. Mm-hmm. And and he won't have a beer with you. And um, and because he's cooler because he's sober because both he's probably. sober. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's because he's sober. He's sober and he's way cool and he's like not gonna no hang like out he'll drink with no you. he <laughs> <laughs> no but it's but it was but it's kind of, but then when you think about like the most successful comedians because Russell was driven beyond drive like driven 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 to be but you think about Will Ferrell you know Owen Wilson Seth Rogen like every you th- you can't really name a, a like a really successful comedian. It's not like that. It's hard to do. Yeah. Think about it. I challenge you to find one. Like the most, the, the, those kinds of people. What about that English guy who kind of looks like a rocker? But I don't think he's funny, so fuck that guy. 
Mr. Bean. Not Mr. Bean. <laughs> no, the guy who's all like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know that guy? Well, that's a great, that is, you are an actor. <laughs> You're an amazing actor. I didn't want to tell you from the get-go that I do accents, but that uh, was a really good accent. First. No, that was good. <laughs> um, I don't know. That guy is like English and he like dresses up in drag or something. And Eddie Izzard? Yeah, he's kind of like rocker-esque, right? And kind of like cool. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, so yeah, polarizing. I, I still love Russell Brand. I think yeah, but I, you said you didn't. So no, I have I'm an appreciation. Kind of... I'm just saying I'm not. I would. I'm not at the point where I'm like, oh my god, I want to have sex with Russell Brand. I'm like, oh no, I'd love to like talk to him. I think he's interesting, and I love that he's into meditation and he's trying to make the world a better place. And I feel like he got out of the spotlight a bit because yeah, you know, he yeah. was so famous for a minute because of Katy Perry horrible things. I feel like yeah, for her, her, and then whatever. The, I don't know. I don't know him at all. I don't know why I'm talking about him, but uh, but it's I have a, fascinating stuff. Let's see. So why why are we not going to do mushrooms? I'm too afraid to do mushrooms too. Oh, you've never done them. You were no. spo- you were speaking like you were like wanting to well, go. go. No, no, that's to you. The desert. Right now, let's just do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's just you think I have because I have I have bangs and I'm wearing eyeliner. For us. Well, and you would get picked up by an older man when you were a kid to go see shows. An older man, he's seems, like three years old than me. Seems, it just seems irresponsible. That's when it's Gil Kennan and he's wearing like a padded uh, vest, <laughs> like a rainbow vest, and he's got like, <laughs> you don't have to worry. No, um, I'm, I'm no, I don't do any of that stuff. I just yeah. don't, never have, never been, actually never been drawn to it, never been interested in it. I'm not like judgmental of it. I think it's awesome. Great. People do it, but... Like, um, I, I want to go to Burning Man, but I just want to go to Burning Man just to, like, see the craziness and see the art and see... My mom goes to Burning Man. Really? Yeah, she loves it. I kind of want to get to know your mom. Yeah, she's real cool. She was in an 80s she rock really band cool. called Precious Metal. She's got pink really? hair. She's real fun. She's all, like, spiritual Where, and why, sweet. Is she here in L.A.? She's here. In, she lives on uh, in Silver Lake. Really? Yeah, with her boyfriend. Let's go see your mom. Let's just... We're going to... Well, thank you for... Um, this is, is, do you like her boyfriend? I do like her boyfriend. Yeah, he loves her there in love. They're really happy. It's, like, it's inspiring to know that you can be, like, you know in your mid to late 50s and, you know, meet a person and yeah, have a boyfriend. By, by that and, point, you'll drop all your shit. You know what I mean? Like you'll you'll be like, okay, I'm not gonna hold on to all my all this stuff. That- all this. Well, tell me. So, okay, you're happily married. <laughs> ten years. Ten years. Okay. So, give me advice as a. Uh, oh gosh. I'm no. Not yes. Give you yeah. Advice. You're a director. You're gonna yeah. direct my life right now. All right. And then we're gonna we're gonna get back to our memory and we're gonna fucking land this motherfucking plane. <clears throat> okay. Um. Thank you so much for joining us, Peter Dinklage and uh, and uh, Russell Brand making a cameo. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, thank you, Russell. Unbelievable. Yes. Okay, just so we can get all the Twitters in there so I can be yeah, like, you. Who um, else would you say? Um, Aristotle. Um, so. <laughs> have you gotten any uh, fan mail, like, since we've been doing this right now? Yeah, you have. No, oh, dude. Awesome. <laughs> this guy. So, wait. So, how? What, what can you tell me not to do to fuck it up with men? And what, what do you imagine it would be like to date me? Let's say you're single. Oh, not yeah. in a disrespectful way to your wife or whatever. Or, like, whoever. <laughs> whatever you've got going on. She's probably. Wait, can, can we just pause for one second? Does this, how often does this happen? This this exact thing right here, honestly. Every episode. Every episode, right. See, that's the thing. It's just not, yeah. Does she have women on? Yes. Does it happen then? I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ask for life advice from my guests. I'm not saying like we're, I'm not. I'm no, not, no, I'm, no, no. We are I, so I, not vibing. If your wife <laughs> is listening and she will be, just, just know for sure. He loves you. We are totally not vibing. I'm pretty sure your husband hates me. What I'm asking for, <laughs> no, I, you man with a big brain, you, who are, who, you're a director. Uh, I want you to direct my life and I want you to take from your experience and what you get from as, you know, I, I'm trying to connect with you. I just need a little help. 
I would are we like not to, connecting well? I, we, thought we, I think we're totally connecting I think well. we're connecting too. We're going to the be desert. Cool, be cool. We're going yeah. to the desert. We're going to meet my mom. Yeah, we're all going to mom. the desert. Yeah, yeah Aristotle's like, coming. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> totally okay. Actually, he... Let's bring a cardboard like cutout. He's like, He's like, I don't want to go. sidecar. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be cool. Like, he's there. Aristotle's like, I know you want to hang out with me, Alexi, but here is a cardboard cutout because I can't do it. Can't go. It's too yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, do I have to listen to you do this thing every single time to every single guest we oh have? Oh, my God. Um, no, but so like Im- imagine you were my boyfriend. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Give me some advice as to like how to play it and and – be a... I feel like if I were your boyfriend, you were like asking every guy what it would be like being your boyfriend. You get jealous. I mean, I, it's, at a certain point, it might be. I wouldn't, you know. I mean, I'm all like, do your thing, but you know. Passion. <laughs> Passion. <laughs> okay, but aside from that, so it's like if we're dating for a little bit, like you know, yeah. what do you like in, in a girl? You know, be cool, get a life. Are you intimate? Are you very passionate? Or are you just like, I don't know. Give me any advice you got. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't okay. Look. I'm wiping my nose really quick. Oh, my God. So everyone pay attention. <laughs> everyone Snapchat. <laughs> Snapchat. You should get on Snapchat, actually. We should do that. Mm. I, you know what? I, it's Instagram, and that's kind of it for me. Inst- I don't. Instagram's on its way out. It's, it might it's be. the new Facebook. It might, be. it might be, yeah. I'm not like. Get on Snapchat. I'm not like. How old are you? 37. 37? Yeah. Get on a Snapchat. Really? Your hair is too cool. Your shirt is too fashion forward and awesome. You're tall. You've got cool hands. Should be on Snapchat. Okay. Good to know. It's <laughs> my takeaway. I don't, okay. I think if you're any of that stuff, I don't think, I, I mean, I don't, first of all, I don't, I have tons of like single girlfriends that are all asking the same things about men. And I think it's not, you know, you can't. They all sort of, what do I need to do? How do I be a pretzel to get a guy? You know. How do I be a pretzel yeah, to get a guy? Like, I'm limber. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm uh. going to try to be here. I'm going to try to be there. And it's all like, don't do any of that. Because yeah. honestly, like, it's, you know, it's, I think the problem is with men, honestly. What is it? You know, and I'm not, I'm not saying all, obviously all men, because that's, that's Are you bad. lumping yourself into this category? What's wrong with you? No, I'm, I mean, uh, no, but I mean, it's an effort to not, it's, you know, you, there's, I think that I think that there's there's kind of generalizations of both, and I think men are, can be selfish, mm-hmm. self-absorbed, um, not emotionally available. Really? Yeah, stuff like that. And okay. I think women need all that stuff. But that's why I'm always like, go talk to someone else because I don't want to hear it. Oh my god, <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> so I think there's a there's there's an element of that. Is monogamy – is it nice belonging to someone or being in a monog- monogamous thing? Because it's like it, when you're out and being single, it's kind of exhausting. I don't know. I can't imagine like – I don't know. Uh, well, you, I'm sure you've experienced both monogamy and being out. Yeah, I don't know. I guess when I'm – I'm guessing you don't like monogamy. I love it. Really? Oh, my God. I love it if it's the right person. Right. Yeah. Do like you get stuck for a long time with not the right person? No, never. I never stay if I'm not happy. Really? I, I'll do like a two-month – stint and then i'm like oh, i see all this stuff because all the red flags come up right at the beginning and it's what people, right. people are like i'm gonna ignore that and then like five years later like they're all there the first four weeks right. you know i just go it's not working for me it's not this person is not a representation of me they don't make, i'm not happy or you do it over snapchat i don't do it over snapchat because i'm i'm new to snapchat but um okay. <laughs> but uh <laughs> no but i like uh no i do when i find somebody i like i think it's very sexy to be like you know uh I like I like somebody else being desirable to other people, and then me maybe people having crushes on me. But then I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm with him. Like right. we're together, so it's uh, 
it's like a sexy thing. To rebuff other people's advances. Kind of, but I just think it's nice. <laughs> when you're in love with somebody, it's the best feeling in the world. And when you're miserable and you feel, uh, the worst thing is when you feel alone next to somebody. Mm-hmm. When you're like in a relationship and you're like, oh my God, the like the one person I'm supposed to feel closest to is the one person I feel like so lonely and disconnected from. And you're laying in bed together, you're in a car together, and you're like looking out the window oh and the person's God. driving. Have you experienced that before? I cry right now. Oh, I don't think you're like for your dog again. You're like, I am. Fido. I was, yeah, I wasn't like, thinking about what you were saying. I was thinking about the three legged dog again. <laughs> not even the three legged dog, just your dog being like, isn't it cool we're not her? Because that's what happened there. Anyway, um, so you get we're no all advice. alone. We're all alone. We're all alone. We like were we born are. alone. We we're, die yeah, alone. I mean, and you're and and the thing is, is like you spend even, I mean, even connected to happily married and all that kind of stuff. Like you're still kind of you have everyone has. You're always alone with those thoughts of existing in this world. What is it all about? What is it all for? What does it all mean? What how, is it all for? What's the well, whole point? I mean, you know, why should we not kill ourselves? Jesus, I'm not saying God. that, but like, why? Jesus. And if you don't That's answer this right, turn. I'm jumping out that window. <laughs> Well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you. I mean, I, I don't have an answer for it. Checking. You're oh. checking oh. text. Seeing if Peter Dinklage wrote back. Tinder. Yeah, I should okay. check, actually. I'm not on Tinder. Me, I'm not oh, on okay. Tinder. Grinder. No, I'm not on Grinder. Oh, okay. Um, no. Okay, so what's the mean? What happens after we die? And what do we? What is it? Well, no, the whole I don't, point I don't know here? what happens after we die. You, that was you just sprung that on me. What? Uh, yeah. I, but I think you know what someone. Um, uh, someone, uh, an older, like I, I majored in philosophy and fine arts, and so I, 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 there's a, there's a guy who's a, who he's, well, he's, he's an older writer, but he's like a philosopher type. So I Aristotle, always, not, uh, not, not my Aristotle. producer. No. Okay, no, he's older. Aristotle seems like a whippersnapper. But what did he say? Um, no, I remember talking about this kind of stuff. He's probably in his seventies and he's been through some shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he he said about something else, but I kind of took it, took it for my own world meeting was he was like let it let it be a mystery and not a puzzle let it be a mystery and not a puzzle to solve right correct because i think life is that's kind of the thing that's like if you if you are so damn focused on trying to control and what does it all mean and blah blah you miss out on the whole experience so let me get this is let me just okay so this is what we're getting from this exciting random episode of love alexi Everybody who's listening, you're lucky enough to now know what the point of life is. Well, not no. <laughs> we are we're Let's all going to people think about. Not that. only is is it to submit your memory to the rememory project dot com yes. dot com yeah no one needs and a then, dot com anymore. But and it then just feels like do you get a percentage if somebody watches Penelope on iTunes? Uh, I suppose yeah. I Watch do. Penelope on iTunes. It's there. Yeah. Go buy a ticket. Girls and gay men love it. Girls and gay men and uh, everybody, you're going to love it. No, All right? not, not everybody, just girls and gay men. Go see your memory when it's out in theaters, which yes. will be when? Ever? Well, it, yeah. When? Give us some answers. <laughs> still editing. Settle down. You're still editing. Something to look forward to yeah, so you don't kill yourself. To. Yeah, pay you know? attention. If you are a fan of Peter Dinklage, you will know when it's coming out. Um, It'll be some, you know, probably by the end of the year. And then the other points of life, besides gearing up and getting excited for movies that are just around the corner, yeah, we covered a lot of territory. Um, is uh, to realize that we're all just going to die. This mm-hmm. is just a question of when. We're all going to die alone. We're all just going to die. So it's just a question of when and how. Correct. Right. Yeah. So all we have is our memories. 
what those and are. And our experiences and our which memories. Yes, we can tie it. Thing, yeah. Experiences which yeah. form memories. Yeah. Try to be happy as many moments as possible. Yeah. Be kind to people. Treat them the way you want to be treated. Right. Mm-hmm. Learn. Rule. Learn stuff. Be curious. Yes. Um, what else? Do you is do there? a recap of life? At no, the end of every I've show? actually never done this. But since we can't, this is, this since, is getting... since we can't play into our uh, animal attraction because you're fucking off limits, uh, you know. Well, oh, yeah, my God. you know, your next guest, you'll be able to play into. So, um, it's actually since Russell, it Russell Brand. Well, there um, you go. Well, yeah, Russell Brand. You that podcast would last five minutes, and you guys would be gone. We would be. Yeah, we'd be having sex. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me today. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he's like he's he's. My my wife actually was very funny because at the we went to the she had sex with them she didn't but okay. she, she not that I know of it's entirely <laughs> possible but we uh, we uh, we were at the guys forgetting Sarah Marshall premiere and yeah. and we were saying goodbye to him like and she you know before and she's like yeah you know not not necessarily my type. <clears throat> Plus, she's married to you. Well, but that's but you're fine. kind she, of no, like no, Russell Brandy, kind of. No, she's no, she she's got a type. Her type is um, she likes frontier chic. We call it, it's like hot or homeless. You know, hot or homeless. Like oh yeah. Type, you know? Um, so Russell kind of could fit in that category, but he's, but anyway, but but you know, she met him. and was like, oh my god, like I, you know, there's this kind of thing with him. He's like really, and we were saying goodbye to him. And he's like, Polanski is so good to see you. I think I'm gonna have a threesome tonight. <gasps> And uh, and he was just like looking around. I'm like, God, wow, you. He's like the Yoda of of any. But he's but there's sort of like a. He's just. He's just so, so anyway, my point was is that you you guys wouldn't last very long in a podcast together. So why why does monogamy even exist? If if every if every time I talk to a man, they're like, Oh, Russell Brand's having a threesome. That seems like ideal. Like like why is Aristotle in a seven year relationship? Why are you married for ten years? Is it because you don't think you could fucking have a threesome every night? Or is it because you're like, there is something to monogamy. It's kind of nice having sex and knowing I can have sex and get a blowjob from the same person every night, maybe. Wow. Like, Is the podcast over now? It's nearly over. It's over in like is four big, minutes. Oh, it is? Okay. It's, four, it's over in four minutes. I'll, uh, I'll speak really slowly. No, just tell me. So like, what are the draws of monogamy? And what are and, and being single? Because when because I feel like all oh the guys are, I, I talk to guys and they're like, oh my god, the single life and blah blah. And the, I had a threesome and this and that. And I'm like, okay, cool, that sounds cool. I don't want to keep you from that. Like, but is men, that what guys you're dating tell you on the first date? No, but a lot of guys tell me <laughs> over, they overshare because they listen to my podcast and they think that I can mm. handle anything. And then, but when I'm a girl dating someone, I'm like, I'm not your friend, and right. I like you. Don't tell me these things, but right. tell me just just real quick highlights of monogamy versus. Being Russell Brand, yeah, being single, well, and having I mean, your options. Open. I, you know, uh, I don't. I honestly, like, I don't remember what it's like being single. I've been in a relationship for such a long time, but it's really nice. I mean, I, you know, I, I it's um, because I can just be me. I don't need to be someone else. That's a highlight of monogamy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can. Uh, I mean, that's, come on. You're like asking for a big thing. And then we've got time is ticking. There's just, there's like. Oh, no, that, that's good. I can also, yeah, listen, I can fill in the blank. Plus, it's it's exhausting. Sometimes you don't end up in a threesome. You're just home, lonely, with your dick in your hand. <laughs> the chase is exhausting, I can imagine. Wow. But, uh, but then, and then intimacy can be cozy and wonderful, too. You never know. There, there are good signs, uh, sides to, to each of the coin. Whatever that It's means. nice just to be yourself. Yeah. I mean, I know that sounds like a magnet. Slash bumper sticker slash post no, from a fourteen year old girl, but yeah, I think that like at the end of the day, if you can be yourself and actually still 
grow and drive. I think, you know, there's sometimes relationships people aren't able to be themselves. And I think that's part yeah. of the problem. And then they sort of like, how can I be this way? Or how can I be yeah. that way? And then time takes by and you're like. Oh, yeah. If you can meet somebody you're happy with, you laugh with, you can be yourself with who like makes your life better. Then that's like a, then yeah. that's, that's the person to hold on to. Because right. then, and you have, you know, sexual chemistry and all that stuff. And then you can go flourish <laughs> on uh, your film set and make all your stuff. Right. Listen, <laughs> we got to the bottom of the point of life. We got a cool new movie to see. Rememory. Yes, Rememory. You guys out there uh, are going to... The Rememory su- Project. You're going to submit your memories yes. from your point of view yes. to the rememoryproject.com. Yes, stuff you've shot or stuff you shoot, anything. It could be... The thing is, is everyone posts everything all the time, things that are really interesting to them. It's kind of what what makes a memory. Um, is there... And where can we find you on social media? Not on Snapchat, we know. I'm on Instagram, Mr. Polanski. Mr. Polanski on Instagram. And uh, anything else you want to let us know about uh, your life, your feelings, your woes, your projects? What's happening in the future? Anything? Um, yes. I'm uh, doing Lemony Snicket for Netflix. That's, what? Yeah. What is that? Uh, what is it or when? Well, we had to it? bury the lead. Well, no, no. no. Okay. You just said what's happening in my future and I actually have to what does like, that mean? leave soon to do that. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing two episodes of Lemony Snicket for Netflix. They're doing eight hours. Oh, my God. It's, yeah. They're doing eight hours and I'm doing two of them. And Neil Patrick Harris is, is Count Olaf. Very exciting. I, I think that's... All out there. Actually, I don't know. No, oh my god! Well, listen. If you want to, we have, might a, have to edit all that. That's out. totally fine. It's totally fine. You're safe here with me. Yeah, we'll edit out whatever you want to edit yeah. out. Do you regret doing the show? I mean, regret's a strong word. Remorse, despair, those <laughs> things like that. But regret seems, you know, too strong. No, this has been the best. This has been the best six hours of my life. <laughs> Staring at your golem hands. Thank you, Mark Polanski. Um, Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, yes, I, I'm, I can. Yes. Thank you for having say- me and Peter Dinklage on. Thanks, you guys. Show. Thanks, you guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com. 